Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to a brand new episode of Thanks for the Knowledge. It's Fan Bites Weekly News Show, rounding up the headlines and games and entertainment in one handy podcast. I'm your host, head of Fan Bite Media, John Warren. There wasn't even supposed to be a new episode this week because I was supposed to be in a management retreat in Portland, Oregon. Then I got sick and I still attended the retreat remotely. But I thought, well, I might as well throw a quick episode together. So there's no major interview today. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Jeff Gersman and the week before that with Jeff Grubb, the two Jeffs. I thought those were two excellent episodes in a row. If you need great conversations and miss those, you should go back and listen to those. Today, it's just going to be me talking to you about some of the headlines, about what's coming out next week. And uh, and yeah, let's uh, let's get to the top stories. Let's uh, let's do that first. Were you or someone you know one of those people who is harassing Sony Santa Monica and Cordy Barlog about a God of War Ragnarok's apparent nebulous release date the other week? Well, if so, shame on you. You should listen to a different podcast. Goodbye. Uh, but if you weren't, that release date is now not so nebulous, uh, which they indicated all along. We would eventually know when that was. We just had to be patient. Uh, and now they know. Now we know it's going to be coming out on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on November 9th, 2022. It is the sequel, direct sequel to one of 2018's best video games. Uh, and now Atreus, Kratos' son, is a little bit older. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the long winter preceding Ragnarok is ending and there's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, I won't spoil anything of the original God of War from 2018, but uh, it's going it to probably uh, close some loops on a very fascinating story. And I know it's kind of silly, but I am happy that we are getting a big AAA game um, to uh, grab a hold of uh, this winter. That's not Pokemon. I'm just not a huge Pokemon fan. So I'm glad that there will be uh, a game out that uh, I'm pretty excited about. So um, what do y'all what do y'all like about God of War? Um I, I don't think that that's a perfect game, but I do think it was pretty good. Uh, really weighty action. Can't wait for that to return. I think it had some of the, the weightiest action there is. Um, there will be a, a special edition um, of a, a deluxe edition, a digital deluxe edition, excuse me. Uh, that's going to obviously come with the full game, some special armors and attires. It sounds like based on what you get here, the gameplay with Atreus, where he plays as kind of a, a support you can command every once in a while uh, on cooldowns. It sounds like that's going to return. Um, 
a grip for for the axe. There's an avatar set. There's a PS4 theme. There's also a collector's edition uh, that involves some physical physical stuff. There's a steel book display case. No game disc is actually included with this. Doesn't come with the game. Why are they doing that? We have a whole piece up about why that's weird. I think you should go read it. But I think that's so strange. Um, the Yotnar edition is even bigger. It comes with more stuff, more downloadable content, uh, more physical stuff. Again, a steel book with no game inside. Still really funny. Comes in one of those giant cabinets that you would open that tell the story of uh, Atreus and the giants and all that stuff from the original game. Um, and it looks lovely. I mean, if you're into these big collector editions, it looks nice. It's never been my thing, but, uh, I think it, uh, it looks pretty lovely. Um, for spoken, <laughs> this square Enix game, we've talked about it a lot on other podcasts, like 99 potions about just kind of not knowing what it is. What's the loop? What, what should we know about this game? I don't think square Enix has been particularly good at, uh, rolling out the marketing for this particular game. And now we have some evidence that maybe they understand that as well because they are delaying that game. It was supposed to come out on October 11th, and now it is coming out on January 24th, 2023. The the quote that they wrote is actually kind of funny. Um, the, uh, the announcement itself uh, from Luminous and Square Enix, it said, as a result of ongoing discussions with key partners, we have made this strategic decision to move the launch date of Forspoken to January 23rd, 24th, 2023. All game elements are now complete and development is in its final polishing phase. We would like to thank you for your continued support and patience on this journey. Your excitement for the game inspires us every day and we cannot wait to share more about Forspoken with you later this summer. Um, it would seem to indicate there might be not a whole lot of confidence about where this game is right now. Um, it sounds like it's done, but I would also maybe agree with the suggestion that I don't think it, the marketing has framed this game in the most exciting or clear light. So we'll, we'll see if that extra time will uh, give them the uh, the road they need to uh, to 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 fill fill out some of these details that I think we're we're all missing. Um, Ubisoft did a big re-reveal of Skull and Bones. That is their extremely embattled long-term uh, project uh, that you know took the the ship combat from uh, all the way back from uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag and uh, made a whole game out of it. Essentially, um, there's a lot to do in this game. There's a lot of Ubisoft uh, open-world stuff. There's pirate ship battles, hunting, crafting, town management, character customization, searching for treasure, tons of online elements you can do with your friends. And this game is apparently coming out uh, this year on November 8th for PC. Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5. And yes, uh, they're ditching the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions. Presumably, uh, it's because this game has just taken way too long to come out. Um, it's, the last gen consoles were basically on the docket when the game was originally announced in 2017. And you know what? That was a long time ago. Lots happened between now and then. They probably need the more powerful hardware to do some of the more expansive stuff that they, I don't think, were planning to do at the outset. But now they're involving a lot of uh, Ubisoft-like stuff that, um, you know, folks that like Assassin's Creed games will probably be pretty familiar with. 
Uh, we also got a PlayStation Indie Showcase uh, this past week, which was pretty nice. Uh, sea of Stars is a, uh, a a really cool retro-inspired turn-based RPG uh, from the folks that made The Messenger. Um, it's gorgeous. Looks really good. It's uh, uh, it's coming for, for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in 2023. Uh, so looks really nice. You should go check out the trailer. We have a full post of the roundup over on fanbyte.com. You should go watch it. Uh, Scheme is one of those games that was at Day of the Devs that we really, really liked a lot, and it is going to come out uh, next year for PlayStation 4 and 5. Cult of the Lamb is a game that people have been playing early, and they're buzzing about it. This game does look very, very cool. Very nice uh, 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 loop here. There's you know kind of a, a Fulton process a little bit like uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, which I think is great. Uh, you're basically like, you know, growing a cult to follow you and send other members out to do stuff that you don't want to do. And it's coming out pretty soon for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on August 11th. A game called Signalis is a survival game, uh, and it looks uh, pretty evocative of the PlayStation 1 era. Nice graphical flourishes there. Uh, it looks pretty spooky. It's coming out on PlayStation 4 on October 27th. Uh, the Tomorrow Children uh, is a game coming from Q Games. That game is coming out. The Phoenix Edition, by the way, this game is already out, but the Phoenix Edition, the special edition of that game, is coming out on September 6th. Um, it's going to have uh, it's going to be on uh, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on the PlayStation 5 side. It will have some technical enhancements and uh, nobody said what those are. Uh, Cursed to Golf is a great name for a game. It's coming out. It's a, basically a side scrolling golf puzzle game it's coming out on August 18th for PlayStation 4 and 5. This looks very cute. Uh, it's also going to come out on Switch, PC, Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One as well. <clears throat> Uh, Inscription also is one of uh, 2021's biggest surprises. It won a lot of game uh, game of the year awards, and now it's coming to PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five. Uh, the PlayStation version will make use of the DualShock Four and DualSense's speaker and lights to allow your stoked card companion to speak through the controller. Very, very cool. A lot of atmospheric lighting with the light bar and all that stuff. It's nice. Really, really nice bells and whistles for the re-release of Inscription. Uh, that's very, very exciting. Uh, Pokemon Puzzle League is coming to Switch Online. If you are a, uh, a big fan of Pokemon Puzzle League and you have the uh, Nintendo Switch Online capability, you can pick it up on Nintendo 64. That's going to be out next week. So if you're into that, you should definitely... Go, go get on Nintendo Switch Online next week and get it. Anyway, uh, I had one bit of news this week that uh, caught some people by surprise. We'd heard some rumors about uh, the revival of E3 for a little while now, and now we have some actual details on that. E3 is apparently coming back full blast in 2023, digital event as well as a physical event. And now ReadPop, the folks that uh, the folks that do packs are covering and running E3 along with the ESA. Uh, very, very, very interesting development. It is going to be back at the LA Convention Center in the second week of June 2023. They did not announce specific dates, uh, but they they're they're calling their shot. This is it. Uh, right after this news was released, of course, Jeff Keighley uh, took to uh, Twitter to say, hey, uh, by the way, Summer Games Fest is going to be basically be around again next year. Going to do the same thing, digital and some physical stuff. This is a really interesting story, though, to me, because 
I thought Jeff and and the, that team had like actually a pretty good chance of kind of replacing the vibe of E3 and and kind of killing the notion that we still need this. But I have to say it was fairly lackluster. And I think a lot of folks online, although they don't necessarily want to crowd into the LA Convention Center, uh, like we just saw that happened at the Anime Expo there, which was really depressing and kind of scary. Um, but it's like, yeah, I think everyone is kind of feeling like maybe this is too decentralized. Maybe all these different showcases and a lackluster, you know, Summer Games Fest showcase was like, not what the doctor ordered for the industry. It's hard to say. I think anything that happens here, if we can if we kind of see the full expected return of E3 and everyone has to go full throttle on, on covering E3 the way we already have in the past, people will get tired of that and upset and frustrated about doing that. But it also seems like the opposite is true and everything's kind of decentralized and scattered and it takes place over way too much time and, you know, some things are very obviously not as notable as others, but you have no idea of that ahead of time. It becomes a little arduous to deal with it. So on the media side, I have to say I'm a little interested in what uh, the new E3 will be. I'm not saying the ESA is good. I'm not saying Reed Pop is good, but I am saying this is an interesting story. That's about it. That's all I really got. It's interesting and we'll see what happens. Um, and that's, that's going to do it for this week's news. I want to, you know, take a quick break. And then on the other side of that break, we'll uh, talk about what's coming out this coming week. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if someone took their coworkers on a journey of discovery and recorded the results every single week and then declared a winner based on completely arbitrary metrics? Well, then you might like Channel F. And it's a podcast here on the network where Merritt K takes our coworkers as well as some guests through different games every single week. Sometimes it's about, you know, a Pokemon memorization or, or uh, attaching a Mega Man power to a, a season or something. And sometimes she'll just pull up a Wikipedia article randomly and then say, hey, you have to you have to pitch me a video game based on this. It's torture. But you know what? You know who it's not torture for? You, the listener. It's a delight every single week as we try to impress Merit and get the victory on that week's Channel F because there is always a winner and there is always a prize. And you're a winner too if you listen to the show every single Wednesday on the Fanbyte Podcast Network, fanbyte.com slash podcasts. That's Channel F on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to keep that dial tuned to Channel F. we look at a few game releases from this coming week we've got garden story this game came out last year for switch and pc we like it quite a bit we've played it at uh, pax east 2020 that's right the thing we did right before the pandemic hit 
was we did play this game on the show floor. We liked it. Uh, it is also coming out on Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One on July 12th. So grab that. It's a nice little top-down kind of RPG with some gardening elements and stuff. It's nice. It's cool. Uh, a game called Time on Frog Island. It's an adventure game coming to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. That's also on July 12th. Jordan Mallory, you should take a look at this one. It's called Time on Frog Island. It's right up your alley. Uh, we have Loop Mancer, which is a, as you might guess, a, a loop-involved action game coming to PC on July 13th. Looks pretty slick. Escape Academy is a game we've talked about a few times. It is an escape room sim, but it's very, very immersive. It looks very cool, kind of different from a lot of these that have come out recently. That's PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC, PC on July 14th. Also, don't forget, that's also on Xbox Game Pass. So if you have an Xbox, uh, you should probably get it there because you'll just get it with Xbox Game Pass. Duh. Uh, uh, an Eyes in the Dark, the curious case of one Victoria Bloom. is coming to PC on July 14th. It is a platformer. And it's published by Gearbox Publishing. It's one of their new labels. Pretty exciting to check out. Uh, Eyes in the Dark, The Curious Case of One Victoria Bloom sounds like a point-and-click adventure game. But no, it is a, uh, a slick-looking platformer, which, uh, yeah, I may check out. Uh, Rune Factory 5 is a game that came out uh, earlier this year on Nintendo Switch. It came out on March 22nd earlier this year. Uh, and if you like Rune Factory... Then it's another one of those, and there are some real Rune Factory perverts out there. So if you have, if you if you like Rune Factory and don't have a Switch, but you do have a PC, you're in luck because that's coming to PC on July fifteenth. That's about it. That's really kind of slim pickings this week. Uh, there's some good stuff there. I mean, if you haven't played Garden Story, I think you should check that out. Escape Academy seems like a good good game to play with some friends. Um, oh, some good stuff. I shouldn't say it's slim pickings, but yeah, that's what we got. Uh, of course, next week we have stray on the 19th, which is very exciting. I think that game is going to be really cool. PlayStation five, PlayStation four and PC. Of course you, if you are a subscriber to PlayStation plus on the premium level, that's the highest level. You will also get this game, uh, no additional charge through your subscription. So keep that in mind. If you have PlayStation and PC, You'll, you'll, and, and, and you're a PlayStation Plus Premium subscriber, you'll get it automatically. Well, not automatically, but you'll get it at no additional charge on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty exciting uh, next week. But yeah, for this week, that's, uh, that's what we got. That's what we got. Uh, so enjoy. I know right now I'm enjoying a lot of older games, um, you know, stuff I'm emulating, stuff I'm revisiting uh, for the first time in a while. I'm I'm slowly making my way back through a couple of big games like Final Fantasy VII Remake and God of War from 2018. Of course, I want to finish God of War before the new one comes out. Um, this is a good backlog time. Backlog time. There, there are a lot of good new games out. I mean, Neon White is still something I'm playing quite a bit of. Um, and the Ninja Turtles game was great. Um, especially with friends and you know, you got, you got what three hopes. That's, that's a good game. If you like those, I don't, but you know, a lot of people are really enjoying that right now. So there's some good new stuff out, but this is also a good time to open up your backlog and check out some other games that you may have missed 
So I encourage you to do that. What are you playing right now? You should go to our Discord, fanbyte.casa. There's a channel there for thanks for the knowledge. You can tell me what you're playing. I'm curious about what everyone is uh, playing right now because it is an interesting time with a lot of different releases that are new and then also a time to revisit some stuff. Maybe maybe Monster Hunter Rise. Like you might be on that Sunbreak train um, because that just came out. So, uh, but yeah, I would love to know. Fanbyte.casa. Talk to me. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for bearing with me. Thanks for uh, entertaining the short one. This was a short one. Next week, we should be back with a uh, a guest and a conversation. Um, I want to thank my producer, Paul Tamayo, for having me put together an episode on short notice. I really appreciate your help, Paul. You can find him over at Pauly Mayo on Twitter. Uh, We also have a lot of other podcasts that I think you should go listen to. uh, And you can find them at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. If you want to uh, follow me, you can at floppy adult uh, over on Twitter. Um, I'm usually tweeting about, I don't know, wrestling and basketball and food. I'm not a bad follow. I'm pretty good. Um, and, and yeah, you can find us at fanbyte media on Twitter. That's where we tweet out all of our articles and we post dumb memes in the middle of the night. Uh, it's a good follow. Um, that's a, I think that's going to be it for me this week. I'm going to, I'm going to really have a restful weekend recording this on a Friday. Can't wait to kick my feet up. Think about not being sick anymore. That'd be awesome. Uh, But until next week, you're welcome. 